Welcome to the Scott Shepard Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. What's up, friend? And welcome back to another episode of The Daily Scott Shepard. Today's episode is 189. And once again, you will be enjoying the very first raw dog version of the intro that Q, who works down in my building at the front desk and is a night owl that seemingly I have become, he has recorded for me on his guitar. And I asked him for Jimi Hendrix, but thankfully he did something a little bit, well, a little bit unique and different so that I will not get flagged for copyright violations and sued for all of the money meaning all 99.999999999% of it, which goes to some uh, jerk-ass Hollywood pedophile music executive and not to the heirs, rightfully, of Jimi Hendrix. So anyways, in order to not risk funding some Hollywood pedophiles, we decided to divert from Voodoo Child a little bit, and you can hear the intro which you're going to you're about to hear and then you're going to hear some epic 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 content related to Zettelkasten. So, I'm going to play the intro now. Let's get into it and then I'll see you back here in a second. If you are a writer or a copywriter, listen up. What you are listening to right now is the best thing you could be doing with your time. But that's only for those that are interested in challenge and growth. Sound good? Good but I'm only for people who like Family Guy. If both of those things aren't you, then best of luck. Everyone else, here's where I share early pieces of my work. I do this every day because I freaking love people like you, which is why I address you as friend. The focus is writing and copywriting. The goal is growth. The vision, simple. It's world domination. Right, we're back in action. Rock and roll time. Let's do this. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Daily Scott Shepherd. Today's episode is number 189. And the title is Do Not Attempt to Read Lumen's Paper on Zettelkasten Unless You're First Aware of This. Now, hopefully by now you can tell that well, my latest obsession and the thing I can't get enough of is reading, learning, and exploring how to get the most out of the books you read and create genius-level work and become a publication machine, as what Nicholas Luhmann, the most prolific scientist of the social realm, was called. And, well... The season of now is not going to pertain to you if you are a marketer, 
who really just wants to hear about the latest, I don't know, schemes to get rich quick, sorry. The season that seems to be, well, most fascinating to me is that of the intellectual's dream, which is expanding the mind. So, as usual, the subject of today's piece is going to be and center on notes and reading and notes note-taking. So, that is the title. It is Do Not Attempt to Read Lumen's Paper, which he wrote a paper on Zettelkasten, unless first you are aware of this. It is from yours truly, Scott P. Shepper, written in downtown San Diego, California, and it is addressed to you. If, well, the information and intel that you've gathered from the rock and roll <laughs> raw version of the intro, uh, you've been able to understand it. Or if you want to navigate over to daily.scottshepherd.com and review the About You page, well, you can tell if I'm actually speaking to you and writing to you, and quite frankly, even give a rat's ball sack about you. So the start time that I wrote the piece was Tuesday, which was apparently yesterday, because today, the time I'm recording this, is 1.14 a.m. in the morning. Yes, I wrote by hand, like a maniac, having an absolute blast and a lot of fun writing pretty much all evening. And granted, I got to the office around 4 p.m. today, so it's not like I'm a freaking workaholic maniac like Elon Musk. I didn't get to the office at 7 a.m. But all the same... I entered the state of flow and dominated and had a ton of fun. Surprisingly, I did not blast Pink Floyd. That's quite rare. I was that much in the zone. And I'm recording this at 1.15 a.m. So let's jump into it. Dear friend, Zettelkasten is the ultimate tool for producing prodigious amounts of genius-level work, period. It's what turned one of the most revered social scientists of the past 20th century into a, quote, publication machine. Drawn to Zeitelkosten are those desiring similar results, primarily writers, researchers, and an assortment of knowledge workers. Now, if you've been following me lately, you're starting to become aware of a problem afoot in this space. The issue centers on the critical misconceptions surrounding what Zettelkasten is. Those who wish to understand what Zettelkasten is can start with the paper Lumen himself wrote about it, which I will share a link with you soon, and a link that you will not get anywhere else. Yet, there's a few things you must first know and understand before you even make the attempt to read it. And first, as an academic, you should know this. Lumen is not unique in his writing style. The paper he wrote on Zettelkasten appears relatively straightforward at first glance. It's an article, nothing intimidating. The sentences are short, its paragraphs are not unusual, 
Yet once you begin reading, you'll find deep concepts packed into almost every sentence. And to really understand it, you'll need to spend time cogitating on each idea before moving on. You'll need to go through it with a pen in hand, and also your ball sack in hand, because it is not for, well, little sissy girls. I'm just kidding, but seriously, I've just got myself canceled. But anyways, expect it to take a while when you go through it. And I'd advise one to break it apart over several days. Don't try to read it all in one sitting. You would be an insane person to try to do so. Or, well, quite frankly, you'd probably more likely be a self-deloaded retard who gets some ego satisfaction out of reading fast. Guess what? You don't. So don't rush it. The second thing you should know pertains to the nature of academic writing. You see, the writing style of researchers tend to avoid polarizing claims, meaning anything close to sounding dogmatic. Its style is not one of fashion, but of objectivity, formality, and very, very precise language. And many of those who write in such a style, meaning the academic writing style, belong to the Guild of CYA. It's an artist guild, kind of similar to the likes of the the typical Hollywood guilds that you hear about. But the Guild of CYA stands for one thing. Cover your ass. You see, such characters are wordsmiths of the hedge. They're the art of the hedge is probably a book that most of them have read. And you should expect this style before reading Lumen's article on Zettelkasten. And by hedge, I mean, they will state things, but they will leave room for, well, to slip or wriggle out of so that they don't get humiliated publicly and, well, ashamed and scalded by other intellectuals who look down upon them and make them feel like Well, they're not as smart as they project to the world that they are. So with that in mind, there is one more thing that must be cleared up before you even attempt to read Lumen's paper on Zettelkasten, and it concerns the most crucial term in the paper. This term must be pointed out because it also happens to be the recipient of its most glaring translation error, and yet the word is the most important word that you will read in Lumen's article on Zettelkasten. And the word is something I shall tell you tomorrow. God! love doing that. So, check back here then, but please remember, always remember, first, to stay crispy, my friend. Scott Shepard, over and out, signing off on what was a Tuesday at 6.14 p.m., but is now a Wednesday at 1.20 a.m. And, my friend, Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to head over to the market right now and pick up a 
nice little light and crispy coconut water on some ice because you know what? Light and crispy shards were nice, are nice, but they leave me feeling like absolute horse shit in the mornings. And quite frankly, I enjoy coconut water if it's light and crispy, meaning if it's on ice, just as much, if not more, than Chardonnay. So, my friend, I implore you to keep it light, keep it crispy, pick up some coconut water this week, and, well, check your ass back into here tomorrow. Because I'll be telling you what the crucial word you need to know, which is mistranslated before you actually read about Zettelkosten, Zettelkosten, whatever the hell it is. Peace out. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye now. Hey, real quick. This podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, frickin' me, Sir Scott of Shepherd. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo-freaking-hipster-crappy product like all the other podcasters do. All right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds right now, pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the frickin' freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love, writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools, while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe, a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.